I just want to announce to everyone who's listening that I am sitting right now with Avramel Mayer, who was a star in the Maccabee game last night. And he got so many baskets. How many baskets did you get, Avramel? Uh, I did the point and up. Amazing. So many baskets. Baruch Hashem. MVP, most valuable player, 100%. And also his team won. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Okay. So this week, reading about the um, coin that was given to buy the sacrifices every day. Every year, in um, the month of Adar actually, they would collect um, a gift from every Jew to be used to buy the sacrifices. And also when the temple was first built, the movable temple in, uh, in the desert, they also collected from everyone a gift as well. But this gift was unlike the other gifts in that there was a, a precise formula of what you had to give and how you had to give. You had to give a half a coin. Everyone has to give a half coin. And the Torah emphasizes a rich man cannot give more, a poor person cannot give less, it has to be a half coin exactly. So the question is, as Rashi says, what was what's significant to this? What does it mean? So Rashi mentions that um, Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to Hashem about this mitzvah, I want you to give a half coin, and Hashem showed Moshe a coin of fire that weighed a shekel, a shekel is a measurement of weight, from under his throne of glory. So Moshe had a question about the coin, and to answer Moshe's question, Hashem showed Moshe the coin of fire from under his throne. So we need to understand what was Moshe's question, and what did Hashem do to respond to his question? How did Hashem answer his question? He, Moshe had a question, and Hashem responded, let me show you a coin of fire that weighs a shekel, that weighs this measurement from under my throne of glory. What was Moshe's question? What was Hashem's response? What's going on? There are other situations where the Torah says that Moshe didn't understand what Hashem was saying, and Hashem had to show him what he meant. It says there's three things in Eskasha Moshe, three things Moshe could understand. One was the menorah, how to build the menorah, and the other was how to um, establish what day is Rosh Chodesh. Moshe didn't know exactly what um, is the definition of when the new month starts. So Hashem showed Moshe the menorah, Hashem showed Moshe the exact measurement the moon has to be for it to be Rosh Chodesh. Okay. But what was Moshe's problem, morning, what was Moshe's problem with the, um, with the coin of fire? With the coin that Hashem said to give, and, and to, to answer that Hashem showed him a coin of fire. So Tosa says in Hulin, Tosa says, Rafnan Beis, El Trefus, Tosa says that Moshe's question was different here than his question about the menorah and his question about the moon. There, Moshe didn't know what it was. Moshe didn't know what exactly Hashem meant. Here, Tosa says, Moshe didn't know what it was. Moshe's question was something else. His question was, how can this be an atonement? How can giving a coin be an atonement for their mistakes. The Jewish people have done the sin of the golden calf. And here they're going to give a coin and that's going to be an atonement. Okay, that's a good question. 
But then Hashem answers his question and Hashem shows him a coin of fire that weighs a shekel. And how does that answer his question? Doesn't doesn't understand how a coin is supposed to accomplish anything, supposed to give atonement. How does showing Moshe this coin of fire that weighs a shekel, how does that answer his question? So let's unpack that for a second. Let's unpack those words, coin of fire that weighs a shekel. Half shekel? That weighs a half shekel, thank you. The, um, the uh, situation is like this. Everything in the world has, is physical, but not if everything in the world has the same kind of weight. There are four elements, Maimonides says, fire, water, wind, and earth. And the Maimonides says, which is the heaviest? Earth is the heaviest. Then there's earth, then there's water, which is not as heavy as earth. Then there's wind, which also has a weight, but not as heavy as, as water. And the lightest is fire. Fire ascends upwards. So if you have if the same amount of water and same amount of earth, earth is heavier. But here it's fire, and the question is, how does fire have a weight in the first place? What, what does it mean, a, 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 the, the coin of fire that has a weight of a half shekel? How, how does fire have a weight in the first place? Fire doesn't have weight, fire ascends upwards. What does it mean? The coin of fire that weighed a half a shekel. What does that even mean? So to understand this, there's another um, passage in the Talmud echoing what Tosus is saying, that Moshe's question wasn't, um, what, what was this thing? But his question was more of a why question or a how question. How can this half coin bring atonement? There's a similar teaching, um, the full teaching in the Medrash in Tanchuma and Pasha Sisrei is like this. There are three things Moshe wondered about. One thing he wondered about were the, um, the sacrifices. A second thing he wondered about was the tabernacle. The third thing he wondered about was the, um, the half coin. Question was, how the Jewish people are going to offer these sacrifices and it's going to be meaningful for Hashem. Moshe asked Hashem, you own all of the beasts in the, in the forest, all the beasts on the earth. How are they going to offer you an animal sacrifice that's going to mean something to you? So Hashem responded, I'm not asking according to my power, I'm asking according to their power. I'm not asking something that um, I need according to my power. I'm asking what they, that they give me something according to what they can give. Okay, that's what the sacrifices are significant because they're, they're giving something that for them is, is meaningful. Okay, the tabernacle, same thing. Moshe ben asked Hashem, the heavens, the highest of heavens, they can't contain you. You're beyond the heavens. You're bigger than the heavens. And yet they're going to build a house for you? How can they build a house for you? What does that mean? So Hashem responded the same thing. I'm not asking according to my power. I'm asking according to their power. Okay. And then the third time is here. Jewish people are giving half coin. And again, Moshe is wondering, what's the meaning of this half coin? Now, this question of Moshe Rabbeinu was this commandment of giving the half coin was already at a time when there was um, the mitzvah of building the tabernacle. As the Torah says here in the Parshish Kisisa, that what they should do with, the tabern- with, with these coins. And, and so there's already... Um, 
the knowledge that Hashem is only not asking according to his power, he's asking according to our power, the Moshe already knew that. So what was his third question again? He's asking, what about the half coin? What was his question? His question was this. Regarding um, the gifts that the Jewish people gave for, um, for um, the tabernacle, the Torah says, what, what should you give? How much should you give? Give it venally, whatever you feel like giving, whatever you're happy about giving. So Moshe said, okay, I get that. Why? Although they're giving a physical thing, but the physical thing they're giving is with their heart. And by a Jew, a Jew does something with his heart, he has also an neshama, which is a part of Hashem. You can't really measure that. You can't measure the heart, right? Can you measure a heart? Yeah. Right. You can't measure a heart. A heart is, is it's, 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 it's immeasurable. So Moshe said, okay, I can understand why that can be an atonement because a Jew is giving from his heart, from his neshama, and neshama is a part of Hashem. I get how that could do something. I understand that, Moshe says. Fine. Hashem told me. I'm asking him to their power, so... Their gift from their heart, although it's according to their power, not according to Hashem's power, Hashem says, I accept it. Sacrifices too. Sacrifices have this halacha like this. Interesting law about sacrifices. So law is like this. If a person does not want to bring a sacrifice, what do they do? The Jewish court was mandated to coerce the person to bring the sacrifice. How? Interesting. It wasn't by like um, just taking away his money. They would take the guy... And they would give him what for? Until he said, okay, I agree. I agree to give the money for the sacrifice. He had to say, I agree. So why was that significant? Just saying the words, I agree. So we know Maimonides says in the laws of divorce, chapter two, and the end of chapter two, he writes that if a person does not want to give a divorce to his wife, the Torah, and he's supposed to give a divorce, the Jewish court takes him and they coerce him to say, I agree. Until he says, I agree, he is beaten. Until he says, I agree to give the divorce. So the question is, Ramadis asked, what's the point of beating him up to say the words, I agree, when doesn't, he doesn't really agree? He's just saying, I agree. He doesn't really mean it. So Ramadis answers, every Jew wants to do every mitzvah. And if the right thing is to give the divorce to his wife, that's what he really wants to do. And when he says he doesn't want to do it, that's just his evil inclination. That's not his, that's not his real desire. So when he, is, when he is beaten and he finally says, I agree, those words are coming from his soul. They're words echoing from something deeper within himself. Similar thing here. Moshe Rabbeinu hears Hashem say, you know what? If Jews say, I agree to give the money for the sacrifices, that causes atonement? Moshe says, I understand that. Because they're saying it with their mouth, and those words in their mouth are coming from their soul. Okay. However, here by the half coin, it's, it's not like these sacrifices, which are which you had to say, at least verbally, you agree, and certainly, certainly not like the gifts which are given to build a tabernacle, which had, which had to be your own desire from your heart. Here, the law is, the law is, if someone does not want to give the half coin, the court just takes it away from their property. They just, they just take it away. It doesn't have to say, I agree, it's just taken away. And that's Moshe's question, whoa, why does that do anything? If the guy meant it with his heart, or at least he said it with his mouth, which is really coming from the soul, as Maimonides says, and that does something, I get it. But here, just taking something from his property, you're just taking a physical half coin, why does that do anything? Why does that mean anything? That's, that was Moshe's question. That's a good question, right? So the answer is this. Hashem showed Moshe 
a coin of fire that weighed a half a shekel. What's, what's the meaning of this? Every mitzvah has two parts. There's the body of the mitzvah, the action of the mitzvah, and there's the soul of the mitzvah. The soul and the body of the mitzvah. When a person does a mitzvah with, um, with a good feeling, so you feel more the soul than you feel the body. You feel more what's behind it than you feel the action. I mentioned before about those four elements in the world, fire, water, wind, and earth. When a mitzvah is done with passion, with feeling, so the mitzvah is more solely, more soul-like than body-like. When, however, the mitzvah is done without any intent, and there's more weight to the mitzvah. The mitzvah is more earthy. It's more, it's more, it's more closer to the element of earth than it is the element of fire. It's more about the physical performance than it is about the divine intent, the divine will, the soul. It's an earthy mitzvah. It's a mitzvah done without any thought, without any feeling. It's, it has weight. So you'd think, if it's just an earthy mitzvah, as Moshe thought, it's just earthy, it has a weight, it's the most physical, earthiest thing, it doesn't have any spiritual content. It's devoid of spiritual content. It's just a physical thing. So Hashem showed Moshe Rabbeinu the coin of fire. Hashem showed Moshe Rabbeinu that even when a Jew does something which is just very, very physical, because he's a Jew, his soul is by connected, and therefore, even though he's just giving it with his body, or it's being taken away from him, it's, it's physical possession, yet there's soul in there. There's still soul in there. It's a coin. It has a weight, but it's a, still a coin of fire. Although it has weight, although it's devoid of any, 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 any meaning, of any thought, of any feeling, yet, Hashem says, it's a coin of fire. It has a highest spiritual, spirituality in it. Although it's weight, it's a, it has weight, it's physical, it's earthy, yet what kind of thing is it that weighs? It's still a coin of fire. It has a highest spirituality. Remember, fire is a thing that has the least weight. It, fire goes upwards. So although it has weight, it's, it's the earthiest thing, yet Hashem says that you're looking at it wrong. First of all, it's a Jew. And a Jew is giving something, it's not just his body, it's his soul is there. Number two, Hashem says, this is a mitzvah. It's my mitzvah. It's a mitzvah Hashem gave. It's a commandment of Hashem. And Hashem also has no limitations, physical and spiritual. Hashem has no limitations whatsoever. And therefore, because the mitzvah of Hashem, it's a spiritual mitzvah. It's a, it has fire. Because a Jew is giving, a Jew has a soul, it's a godly, holy, fiery mitzvah. Though it has so much weight, so earthy, and it's so just like in the person's world, you're just doing it to get it over with. There's no intent in it. So this gives, us a big, this gives us a major lesson in life. Just like these coins were used to build the sockets of the tabernacle, the sockets, which are the foundation of the tabernacle, this teaches us a fundamental message, both for ourselves and for how to look at other people as well. You might say, I'm doing this thing. I did it yesterday. I'm not interested in doing it again. I'm, okay, I'll do it, but it's valueless. It's valueless. I'm doing something which is valueless, and I know it's valueless because I don't have any feeling what I'm doing. Tells, the, tells, tells Moshe Rabbeinu in the Torah to us that there's a coin of fire. That although it has weight, although you have no interest in doing it, yet you should know you have, you're a Jew and you have a soul, and there's something deeper here. Where does a coin come from? The Torah, Talmud continues and says, this coin of fire comes from the throne of glory of Hashem. Indeed, if we were to look at this, if a non-Jew would do the same thing, then indeed it would just be a coin, just be a physical coin, it would just, be, just, it would just have weight. But because it's coming from Hashem, it's a mitzvah from Hashem, 
It's coming from under the throne of glory. It's coming from Hashem. Therefore, there are no limitations. Although it's a physical action, in this physical action, there is a godly, holy element to it. It's a godly, holy mitzvah. It draws the light of Hashem into it because it's a mitzvah of Hashem who is beyond the physical, beyond the spiritual, and it could be the earthiest thing, and yet it's godly, yet it's, yet it's holy. And this is also true in regards to um, trying to inspire another person to, put on, to do a mitzvah. You meet someone, you ask them to put on film, they say no. You say something else and they say, okay, why are they saying yes? They're saying yes because they're a refined gentleman and they don't want to say no to you. Do they really mean it? Do they really interested in doing it? They want to get it over with. You ask them, they'll say yes. Does it matter? Does it do something? So the Torah tells us in this week's Torah portion, you should know that although it has a weight, although it seems so earthy, it's fire. It's fire. It's God. It's holy. And this is a very, very powerful uh, perspective. It's a whole different way of looking at things. You know, we, we, we can look at things externally. We see something very low, very earthy, very meaningless. And the Torah tells us, if to understand the foundation of the tabernacle, understand the foundation of, of what you're doing in life, the foundation of the mitzvahs that you do. Realize, although it may seem earthy, may seem just a habit that you're doing, may seem the person that you're, you're, you're inspiring to this mitzvah, it's a coin of fire. It's godly. And it's, it's really a very, very powerful message. It pervades everything that we do. You sing a word of Torah, you sing Shema, you sing a tefillin, you sing a bracha. And you're not always in your A game. You're not always like, you know, you're not always like feeling it. And Torah tells us you should know it's a coin of fire. It's, it's godly. And therefore, what happens? It lifts the Jewish people. The mitzvahs, the physical mitzvahs, even for someone who is even for someone who has done the sin of the golden calf and the worst things. Yet this physical action he's doing lifts up the Jew, lifts up Bereish Bnei Yisrael, it lifts up all the Jewish people. There's one mitzvah, there's one person does, he's Evel Kudim. He does, he's done the worst things, yet he does a mitzvah. We, we can't measure that. We can't measure. We measure, but we don't really measure. We don't, really, we don't know how to measure it. This is a coin of fire. And it ceases Bereish Bnei Yisrael, lifts up all the Jewish people. I mean, and so that's why Maimonides says, the world's in a balance, before you do anything, before you say anything, before you even think anything, realize the world's on a balance, on, on a perfect balance. Half merits and half the opposite. And one good thought, one good word, one good action could tip the scale and bring Mashiach. L'chaim, we should see it happen right now. L'chaim, Hi, thank you. L'chaim,